Hello and welcome to another episode of Teammates, a sports podcast once again coming at you with one of our sillier, more relaxed episodes. My name is Jay. As always, I am joined by Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Jay. And we are joined by a special guest, Fiona. Hello, Fiona. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here. And the police are also here as well. Uh, (laughs) Brilliant. Good timing on my part. (laughs) Right. So in our episode today, we are once again looking at another niche sport. Andrew, would you like to introduce our guest and the concept for us? Yes. Well, uh, as Jay said, we've been joined by Fiona this week. And we're very excited because Fiona has decided that we are going to look at a sport which admittedly I had never heard of before she messaged me with it. Uh, So I've had to do a bunch of research for this. But it does look really exciting, and I think it should be a fun episode. So this week, we are looking at Kabaddi. And we are looking at who would be the best possible superhuman team that we could make from any type of superheroes or supervillains in any universe for a Kabaddi match. Mm-hmm. So, Yafit, what, why did you choose Kabaddi? What, what about Kabaddi interests you? So it's very interesting. I would say I'm not a sports person at all. I would say I know both of you through Quidditch, which is sort of what we sort of played together for a little while. And I was like, well, I can't go for Quidditch because no, that's already come up on this podcast or it's about to. (laughs) So I need to to be funny and interesting. And so I'd heard of this sport, Kabaddi, and I had, again, like like yourself, uh, I hadn't really looked into it. I thought, that sounds fun. I'll just put that and see if anyone gets scared by it. And you said, yes, that sounds great. So I was like, whoops. Um, so, so then I did my own research, but it is actually a really, really interesting sport from India. So I can go into a quick overview for you if you like. That would be wonderful. Brilliant. So in a game of Kabaddi, you have two teams of seven players, and the aim is to try and win points by taking turns at raiding each other. So each team takes a turn of being the offence and the defence. During each raid or each turn, one player from the attacking team, known as the raider, runs over to the other side, over the midline, and tries to touch at least one or more players on the defensive team. If they manage to do that and then make it back over the midline, then every player they've touched is out, and the attacking team scores one point for each of those players. So it seems fairly straightforward. Except the unique rule about Kabaddi is this, is that the raider has to hold their breath for as long as they are in the other team's half of the court. And to show this, the raider has to continuously chant the word Kabaddi. If the other team can force the raider to take a breath by either like throwing them to the ground, tackling them, restraining them, and make sure they don't get back over the line, then that raider is out and they score a point. So you can imagine it is human dodgeball, uh, sort of a high risk and high reward type of game. And I just thought watching clips of it, because again, it's only just now becoming like a professional sport, like with proper uh, footage and proper sort of tournaments that's shown on you know big TV stations, it's actually really fascinating to watch. And yeah, I'm really, really excited to, to actually talk about it in a way, even though I've only just learned about it in the last two days. <laughs> As a little prep for this episode, so I, I did some research about Kabaddi and I was like, ah, how, how difficult could that be? So as a little test, I went outside yeah. and tried to do some running and some movement while chanting Kabaddi. <laughs> and it, it turns out that that's really quite difficult yep. to do if it involves um, wrestling and tackling people. So I'm very excited to hear hear our picks. Mm. Um, I think something we, we will say, obviously, 
we take our, our sports very seriously here. But as it is a superhumans playing Kabaddi, they will have to follow the Kabaddi rules. We're mm. assuming they play against other superhumans. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be putting Superman against some poor bloke <laughs> who's a plumber at the weekend <laughs> and, and seeing what happens. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, do you want to run us through sort of how we're going to be picking our players? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to do it slightly differently this week in that we're each going to spend one turn suggesting some that we think should make the Kabaddi squad. And then the other two people are going to have a go at saying, yeah, that's a great pick. Or if you disagree with it, you have a chance to slam that person's opinion to the ground, tell them why they're wrong, and then take your turn and give a better person if you're convinced you've got a better option. Uh, If we think that we've come to an agreement that person is in, they will go into the in list that I will be making. And if they are on the borderline, they'll make it into the maybes and we'll maybe go back to that if we can't find seven people that we definitely think we all agree are going to be in there. Mm. So Fiona, do you want to start us off? Who is your first suggestion Mm. for your superhuman so having a think about this and thinking about like what are the key sort of things we need in any kabaddi player so it's speed and agility i think is the first one hand eye coordination the strength or the ability to stop the raider getting back over the line so those are the three main things i would be looking for in any kabaddi player so the first one i've decided and it may seem like an obvious pick um but i thought i would i would offer a uh, quick silver from x-men and avengers <laughs> who has the superhuman ability to move at great speeds. If you've seen any of the uh, Avengers or the X-Men movie, just, again, the be- the ability to run around the room, everything is almost frozen in time because Quicksilver is that quick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was expecting Quicksilver or The Flash mm. to be one of one of the first picks, I think. It makes a lot of sense, Fiona. Andrew, do you agree? Yeah, I had Quicksilver down on my list, and I think I went for Quicksilver over The Flash. Or and. It- I'm particularly thinking of the Eric Peters Quicksilver from the X-Men films, mm-hmm. just because he seems to have more control over his speed than the Flash and maybe the the Marvel version of Quicksilver has, where they seem to they go super quick, but you always feel like they're, they're slightly less in control. Whereas the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies, everything just seems to go into slow motion. Yeah, and I think he would be able to complete just tag out everyone before they realize what's happening. Exactly. So yeah, uh, and. An uncharacteristic, non-controversial start to a teammate. We're episode. doing it, guys. <laughs> it is worrying. Andrew, Andrew, come on, let's up the controversy. Who did you pick? All right. Well, I I was thinking about this, and the the part of Kabaddi that really stuck in my mind because it was the part that I was like, well, that makes that makes it sound impossible. Is the fact that you have to hold your breath and shout Kabaddi all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, which type of superhero can I then use that, the fact you have to be yelling Kabaddi uh, <laughs> to my benefit? And I was like, well, obviously a superhero that has got some sort of vocal powers. So I was going through my head about which superhero vocal powers, and I've got quite a few, quite a few of them are on my list, frankly. Mm-hmm. My team is almost made up of vocal superheroes. Shouters, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but the one that I thought, straight off the bat jumped out to me it was between two of them but the one i think i'm gonna go for initially is black bolt from inhuman mm. uh, yeah, that's a good shout. because black bolt is just utterly destructive if he basically whispers he uh accidentally killed people his parents with it and 
I don't know too much about Inhumans. I just start watching the TV show and there was one bit where he just whispered something and cars went flying. And I, I know that yeah. I think if you are forced out of the, the grid and it's not a particularly big grid, mm-hmm. then that counts it's sort of the same as if you were tagged. So I was thinking that if he just whispered, he's taken out a whole team there. So I think unless someone had some sort of power which stopped him from being able to use his power, I think Black Bolt would be quite a destructive force on my Kabaddi lineup. Yeah, Black Bolt in the comics is one of the, the few people who's able to hold back the Incredible Hulk mm. when he's doing like world-breaking yeah. Hulk stuff. Uh, so I think I think probably would be a rough rough ride for spectators. <laughs> um, if, you've, if you've turned up with the family to enjoy a nice game of, you know, Kabaddi and you lose your face due to Black Bolt whispering, that might put a damper on. It's a really socially distant um, stadium, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I imagine in a superhero team, you'd have to have quite a big boundary before spectators are there. Everyone has to have uh, the uh, ear uh, muffs or whatever on. <laughs> I'm going to take you to watch a game of Kabaddi. We'll be watching it from four <laughs> <laughs> on this tiny tablet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, Fiona, what do you think? Are you are you letting Black Bolt into the? You know, I, I think that's it's an interesting point that uh, Andrew's made. I I hadn't actually considered shouting as a technique. I thought it was a sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I you know what? I think that's unusual because I I was looking at the list I've put together and is I I don't I haven't focused at all really on uh, the kabaddi part which i think is i think for me i was more no i was was thinking they'd be so quick that they wouldn't you know it would be in a normal human's breath so actually i think it's a very smart thing uh, a play that andy's done there so i i'd be happy with it i think it's unusual black bolts amazing thank you i'm very proud with that pick (laughs) (laughs) all right it's time to derail then it's time to get some all right i'm ready so i've gone for a hero who is who is lesser known, but once I explain her power set, you're going to be like, my goodness, that sounds amazing. Okay. So I've I've picked uh, a character called Hope Summers. Okay. Oh, okay. Scott, Scott Scott Summers' daughter. Now, if Hope Summers was in a room with us three, she'd just be like another person, mm-hmm. right? Which you'd argue for Kabaddi, not mm. great. But Speak Hope Summers is yeah. <laughs> Hope Summers' mutation is that she replicates the powers of everyone in her vicinity. Oh boy. Ah. So on her own, she's probably not going to be contributing much next to, you know, Quicksilver Black Bolt. But I'm thinking of how small a Kabaddi court is. Mm. She's going to be on here with, with 13 other you know, mutants and superpowered individuals, she would then get all of their superpowers to work at one time, which for me means she's able to counter literally everything they throw at her. It means she can survive Black Bolt's screeching. She can be as quick as Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. She, she's able to, to counter everyone. So I think maybe she's not, she's not going to be my, my star player straight away. But once the game gets going, She's going to have the counter for all the other team, as well as the abilities of our own team on top of it, which Mm. I think for any sport would probably make her great. But because of the nature of Kabaddi, 
I think she'd be awesome for it. What are your thoughts, team? Uh, I mean, I, I've not heard of her before, but that does sound like an incredible skill set. My only worry would be, yeah, you're, you're on a court with eight other people at a time. Well, depending on how many people have been tapped out already yeah. in, in a small area with, yeah, 14. Mm. Is that, I mean, I've never, I don't know much about Hope, but that seems like a lot of stuff going on. And are you going to have a situation, I can't, I can't remember which thing it is, but there's definitely being a comic book character a bit like that, where then because they're trying to manipulate and take on loads of different powers, it all sort of goes a bit weird and wrong. And with... I I think you're gravely underselling my ability to coach <laughs> on a day's notice, Andrew. Um, I, I, the, way, the way I see it, this Kabaddi team is going to be training furiously mm. And, and hope will be developing the mental fortitude required. Mm. Um, apparently, the police. Oh, they come out of your house as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my house this time. Immediately. Um, I, I appreciate that, Fiona. What are your thoughts so on I, hope? I, I, I want to. I, I, I guess there's a clarification for me because I, again, I am not uh, au fait with Hope Summers myself, and I have a, a, a maybe a, a, a compromise suggestion on the thing. But I'll do. The, I'll do the, the first one first. So. With Kabaddi, from what I understand, as soon as you t as soon as you touch someone and then you're off uh, past the midline, they are out. So with Hope Summers, obviously, if she is taking all those powers, as soon as they leave the court and it goes down to two, three, one, and on her Ooh. side, will her powers diminish? It depends how far away they have to go. If I was the other team, I'd probably be demanding yeah. they were airlifted <laughs> elsewhere. Um, I, uh, I that is that is that is true. There could be a point where she's just left being a human mm. versus Galactus, yes. and that probably wouldn't go too well. Well, then in that case, I would like to uh, offer a, a sort of alternate suggestion, similar X Men as well. I was thinking Rogue as my second choice. Now, Ooh. Rogue, yeah. if people remember from the films and also the comic books, their power is that they can take. Uh, they, they can, the ability to absorb and sometimes remove memories, physical strength, and the superpowers of anyone she touches. The victim loses those abilities and memories for the, exactly the same time that Rogue possesses them, and abs the, absor uh, the, 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 the draining leaves the victim weak and sometimes ren renders them unconscious. Ooh, that's, that's good. Because, especially because they can, after you've tagged them, they can still wrestle you. It's just once you've crossed the line that they're out. Mm -hmm. So if you manage to rend by touching them, rendering them unconscious, and also they've lost their powers, mm -hmm. that that would be quite a good move. I like it. I do. I do feel like that would lead to a team of going. No, you. It is. It is a nuke option. I will say. Yeah. yeah. I tried to tackle Quicksilver. You can try to tackle the girl who's going to suck the life out of her. <laughs> I, I think it's an amazing shout. Uh, Rogue's in. Yeah. Oh, Rogue's in. All right. Yeah, I, th I think I think I agree. I like the idea of, of Hope Summers like being able to take all those powers, but I think that the ability to to buff yourself is good, but to debuff the other team is probably more of an advantage mm -hmm. in Kabaddi. That's my only thing. I do think that the way that Hope Summers was described is actually a really good shout as well. Yeah, I've got hope in the maybes, so we we might come back if we can't. All right, cool. super. Sad. Yes. All right, Fiona, do you want to hit us with another uh, one then? It is oh God. Okay. Here. Right. Okay. So, maybe I should go with my silly one then that I put right <laughs> at the end. 
I definitely thought about this way too much, guys. Okay, so <laughs> I'll go with a silly one because <laughs> you've got to get at least one rejection, I think. <laughs> right. So, have you guys heard of a person called Doreen Green? No. Excellent. No. So, AKA <laughs> Squirrel Girl, who has the ability oh, to I communicate have. with squirrels and is surprisingly effective and has allowed her to defeat major supervillains, including <laughs> Doctor Doom, uh, Thanos, and Galactus. Sorry. Yeah. She fights the Hulk as <laughs> yeah. well and wins. Squirrel, squirrel Girl's at it, man. Like, she knows yeah. what's going on. So basically, basically, what it sounds like, quite a lot of her fights have been off-panel, off-comic books, but the ones mm. that are in, it's more about using the opponent's overconfidence, uh, there's a weakness from earlier fights, but creative use of the environment around her, and also having a heck ton of squirrels as well. So, I honestly, I did think about just putting Squirrel Girl and seven of the squirrel, uh, six of the squirrels <laughs> into this. Because <laughs> I think they would be pretty good, but also <laughs> I thought that wouldn't be that fair. But that was my silly pick, because I thought Squirrel Girl sounded like so much fun and has had uh fights with big supervillains and has defeated them to some degree for me squirrel girls probably <laughs> this point. I've, I've i've looked i'm looking at some of the names that i've got ready to <laughs> and, and I've, i back squirrel girl a lot but not against some of these absolute behemoths um <laughs> So I think Squirrel Girl, I want around the team, um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure okay. if I want to play. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gutted, gutted. Sorry. Well, you'll be hearing from Monkey Joe and Tippity Toe, <laughs> her two best mates, <laughs> who are also squirrels. <laughs> Absolute. Do you have a suggestion? I do have a suggestion. Um, I might come back to more vocal people, but I think I'll, I'll move away for a moment. Um, and I was thinking because. Now, at the back of the court, if I'm right, of a Kabaddi court, there's an extra bonus points box. If you manage to get there into is. that, then, yeah, you get a point. It doesn't even matter about tagging people. So I was thinking, how do I get to that point really easily? How do I get that point? Teleportation. I think that we should have at least one person in our team who can teleport. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, who is the most effective teleporter that I can think of. And I was you know, maybe Nightcrawler, but Nightcrawler gets really tired mm. whenever they teleport. So I feel like they teleport there and then get slammed down to the ground and that's it. <laughs> but Blink, uh, I think, would be a great shout because Blink has basically yeah, got the same powers bad. as Nightcrawler, but doesn't get tired afterwards. Um, I think there are other ones who could... Be shout. I think there's a few that have teleportation and also can like phase and stuff, which I think would be useful, but I don't know their names. So I'm going to just go with Blink. Solid. <laughs> there are better picks, but I have no idea who they are. So I'm, I'm sticking yeah. with this one. Andrew, I love your <laughs> yeah. honesty, mate. Mm -hmm. I love your honesty. I'm there. For, I think a teleporter mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think Fiona. so too. Again, um, with Blink, uh, are, have they got any other abilities or is it just being able to teleport? As they... far as I'm aware, they're just the teleporter. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I think I think it's good to have a teleporter in there as well. Like you said, I, I again, I wasn't aware of the extra point thing and that could be really useful in a, in a tight spot. So absolutely. Yeah. I think the, the, the only other one I yeah. thought that was possibly, Ra does Raven teleport? I mean, Raven has a bunch of other stuff going on. But Oh, from uh, Teen Titans. From Teen Titans. Mm. But again, I'm not 100% sure that Raven does teleport, so I don't want to say it and then be shot down. By, so by all those DC fans that listen to the <laughs> yeah. podcast, yes. 
You don't want those those four <laughs> listeners <laughs> up in arms. So, all right, okay, I'm I'm ready to go right. once again to get shot down. So, one of the fantastic things, but also the worst things about our superhuman Kabaddi team is you can basically pick mm. gods. So, I'm my stipulation for this one is I'm assuming if they're picked for the team. They're, they're going to play. They're going mm-hmm. to want to play. So I have gone for Dr. Manhattan Ooh. from yeah. the no, Watchmen I, can, I considered this one. I did. The, the reason I've gone for Dr. Manhattan is because they, they've literally got every, every power that you could want. They can teleport. They can change size. They're super strong. They can disintegrate people. The other people don't need to leave. Just disintegrate them. Um... And also, I think what makes Dr. Manhattan particularly useful is not a great deal of empathy. And if they're playing Kabaddi to win, Dr. Manhattan's not going to be going to be bothered <laughs> at all. Probably going to be quite a poor mm. teammate mm-hmm. in that respect. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, Quicksilver, Black Bolt, Rogue and Blink are great. I'm not sure if I can see them taking Dr. Manhattan. Uh, so, so Doctor Manhattan's my mm. suggestion. For it's, it's fair, and I, I definitely think Doctor Manhattan is probably the the best pick you could make if it wasn't for the fact mm-hmm. that he does. I feel like you said, although want to play to be in this team, I feel like you can't take yeah. away the fact that Doctor Manhattan's character halfway through the game he could just lose interest and disappear, just teleport away. Or again, a big part of Kabaddi is that you have to be paying 100% attention to your teammates when you're in the defensive side. Mm. And you have to be willing to put your your but... own um, safety on the line to stop them if they manage to tag one of them. And I can imagine Dr. Manhattan sort yeah. of being there going, well, the best strategy is for me to stay out of this because I'm great. And it being a bit of a, a rift forming the team because they're like well you could have helped me dr manhattan he's like i didn't need to i've got this and then we oh you're such a such dr Dr. manhattan sees the past and the future and the present simultaneously he knows he's gonna win you know andrew if you want to build a team to go on picnics (laughs) and have a great time and hold hands and sing kumbaya you do that but i'm going for a serious (laughs) team here all right this is a serious podcast. Absolutely. Serious choices. And I think Dr. Manhattan is almost ensuring my Kabaddi victory. But I will I will take this flighting rejection again. So I guess I, I see what uh, Andrew's coming from. It's just like, if he can see the past, present and future, if he sees he's already, the, the game is going to lose, will he just give up and be like, oh, there's no point? Or will he continue to... to uh, you know, battle with things so again when some of the clips you see with the Kabaddi team they are holding hands but they're not looking at each other they trust each other that much and I guess it is that trust that Dr Manhattan will be there for mm. the team uh sort of again not not the sort of the going for a picnic sort of thing but just tr- being able to rely on your teammates I guess I, I... well something something Dr Manhattan does do when he is bored is duplicate <laughs> himself so the, the real him goes and deals with the work he's interested in and the other him goes and deals oh with God. menial tasks, like him Watchmen. <laughs> like the co- the concentrated him is working on his like arc reactor, and the other one is sleeping with his girlfriend, which he sees as like a, it's neither here nor there. 
So I think if he's willing to do that for the cause, his main self can be, you know, doing whatever Dr. Manhattan does on Mars. And he can send his, like, still ultra powerful, but, you know, less bothered self to come and so, play. So can he, uh, can he duplicate himself multiple times so he could just be a whole Kabali team in himself? He, he could be the Kabat, both Kabaddi teams and every spectator. There's, there's no I in team, but there is a me. So I, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> like he, I've got, I've got a feeling that Dr. Manhattan is. No, I is feel like. He, I don't like it, but you can't really argue <laughs> with the it. It's uh, again. I did. I did have him on my list, and I was. I was going to mention him, but with a sort of. I don't think he should make it, but I feel like we have to mention him. But I. I, I think you've convinced me that probably it is quite hard to to turn him down. Like if the other team picks up Doctor Manhattan, then I'm going to be crude, kicking my. Yeah, <laughs> that's. They do say. They do say in sport, the people you want on your team are the people you don't yeah, want to play true. against. And and if I'm if if my superpower is that I can shout really loudly, <laughs> I probably want the guy who's a god on my team rather than yeah, playing against. I think that's fair, yeah. All right. We'll pencil him in. A tentative. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan's not getting He has to come to at least two practices on. as himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He, he has to do one charity. A fun run, a team fun started. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fiona, we've I got know. we've got five, so there's two spots. So Fiona, give it, give us someone to. Suggest. All right, I'll go for my other thing. So I, I feel this could be like a a Doctor Manhattan thing as well because they are a bit of a lone wolf. They are sort of uh, a a person where you're like, oh, I don't know if they like me, that sort of thing. I was going to suggest Jessica Jones who is a former superhero who mm. becomes the owner and the sole employee of Alias Private Investigations. Mm -hmm. uh, she has super strength, uh, limited invulnerability, also flight. I'm not so sure about the flight. I, that was something else. But I like the idea that she is like the last bit of defense. You know, Someone has tagged all of her team apart from her, going back to things, and she can just sit on them and pull them back, and, and but give no fucks. Or give no 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 um like hex about it, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> yep, couldn't think of another word for that. <laughs> Trying keeping it family friendly. <laughs> and it's Jessica Jones. It's, you know, it's a certain level. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that edit. Uh, right. Um... What do we think, lads? <laughs> Jessica yeah. Jones in or out? Jessica Jones is someone who so. Initially, when I was I was coming up with a list originally when I thought of it, and I was I suppose being quite sort of thinking if this was a superhero team that could show up and be amazing, but you wouldn't realise they were superheroes necessarily. And Jessica Jones was one of the first people on my list in that situation, playing against normal humans. But I got rid of Jessica from my list as soon as I started thinking about the ones with like crazy godlike powers, mm. because I thought, how is Jessica going to? like stand up against those. I mean, and I'm only thinking of Jessica from like the, the Netflix TV show. Yeah. Um, I've not read any comics that she's in. So she might be a lot more powerful in those than she is in the, um, in the TV show. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in a TV show, she, she's too easily taken out by. Yeah. Not purple man. Really sure. special people. Mm -hmm. For me. I, so I appreciate Jessica Jones and what she adds. 
But I think if you're going to pick Jessica Jones, why not just have someone like mm. Wonder Woman, who is basically Jessica Jones amped up to 100, if you know what I mean? Mm. Like, they've got a similar attitude, but Wonder Woman has the skill mm-hmm. set times a thousand and the mm-hmm. powers times a thousand. So that's what I'd say. I'd, I'd, I'd opt for. Like Wonder Woman for me is just the the better version mm. of what Jessica I think. Jones I think when I was offer. thinking about the Jessica Jones, I do. I think like like you were saying, uh, Andrew. Like the, when Jessica Jones is on her own, it is a bit more fragmented and stuff. Certainly from the TV show. But if you think of the Defenders, you've got obviously Luke mm-hmm. Cage. You've got uh, the 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 one that nobody watched. Uh, you got Daredevil. Um, Iron oh, Fist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Iron God, what a, what Iron a rubbish Fist. show. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But but the but the, the defenders awesome. was a great show and but they all worked yeah. really well together. So I wondered maybe again thinking about the teammate, the sort of thing that like she does work well in a team of people she trusts. Uh, but I, I see the point about Wonder Woman, like in the sense of I because I considered her as well. I did think because I'm thinking of Kabaddi, you need to play a little bit dirty, perhaps maybe yeah. Wonder Woman might be too goody two shoes. Have you seen the newest like Wonder Woman eighty four? She does this whole big monologue at the end, spoilers, uh, about Ooh. the truth and being good and being nice. And everyone's like, okay. And I'm like, we're living in a pandemic. It's not happening, wonder. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Brightest Day, she like mm. destroys Atlantis. So it's apples and oranges, maybe. Maybe when you catch Wonder Woman on a good day, she's yes. going to be awful at Kabaddi. But if you, ca- if you catch her when she's missed the train, like she's gonna be it's like Diana. Me. What's wrong? Ah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Last of truth, really, really gets <laughs> the inspector. Yeah. She, she, she's missed part <laughs> of the invisible plane and it's livid. But, but I'm, I'm happy it. to bench Jessica oh, for now because I, I do think she is a bit of a wild card. But I do I, think she works good in the team and has uh, this the strength to 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 do stuff. But I I agree on that. Yeah, I. I... I think we bench her for now, and then we can always yeah. come back for our last two spots. Right, Andrew, hit us with. Well, talking about people who work great in a team. When when I was thinking, what is the greatest superhero team that I can think of? There was only one that came to mind, and, and the reason they're so <laughs> great is because they're not just a team; they're a family. Uh-huh, okay. The Incredibles. Mm. Thank you, thank you. And who do I want from the Incredibles for my Kabaddi team? Well, arguably two of them. Um, but I'm gonna go for Violet, and I'll explain you for why. Violet, I've completely forgotten what she turns invisible. Force fields, there we are. Force fields, I completely forgot that word. Force fields, yeah. Violet's force field, I think, would be super useful if you were about to, the person who was tagging is about to escape. Maybe they've got crazy fast, crazy fast, or they're an elastic person, for instance, which might hint at one of my next picks. Um, but suddenly they're about to escape. Bang. Violet chucks up a force field. The raider can't escape. There's no way through the force field. They're eventually going to run out of breath, hopefully, unless you've picked Superman. Um and then, well, there we are. They're out. Andrew, what this reveals is that instead of picking the original superhero family, 
You've picked the superhero family that Pixar <laughs> based them on to avoid a lawsuit, which, which for me immediately discounts this opinion, Andrew. But I'm, I, I'm I mean, I know that does. I think yeah. Does you Invisible Woman also do force fields? They've yeah. Oh, That's I thought like she just went invisible. Thing. Right. She loves it. <laughs> no, she, she chokes oh, out. All right. Well, I'm willing to change to my my suggestion to the invisible woman instead of Violet from The Incredibles. Although I do love The Incredibles, so at the same point, I think I'm going to stick with Violet. <laughs> um, I think being able to go invisible would be incredibly useful, and the force fields would be great. Violet's mm-hmm. also like 15. And I reckon the if Doctor Manhattan's beaming down on her, she's probably going to panic a little bit. Yeah. Whereas the, the Invisible Woman might not because mm. she's been. Mm. On no, I, I'll give you that. Um, all right, I will switch to the Invisible Woman then. So for the same reasons, <laughs> the Invisible Woman. I will. I will accept yeah. the Invisible. Yeah, woman. I think so too. I Fiona. I like the idea of having like an a young upcoming star, but I think maybe at this point, maybe more experience, maybe a bit more prestige. Everyone's like, oh, I've heard of the Invisible Woman, and not this Violet character that everyone talks about. Yeah, not this. Not this <laughs> no, I think a good choice. though. I think it's it's a nice, right. different but complementary style to the other ones we've picked. Okay, my next pick, and I appreciate this will be for the last okay. position on the team. So I was like, this is mm-hmm. this is where you need your powerhouse. So I thought about Superman. I thought about mm. Martian Manhunter. I thought about mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. And then I thought, no, this is all too all too a bit America centric. So I thought mm-hmm. I need I need someone whose superpowers just keep growing so they have stories to write. The fights and adventures they go on go across planets and when they feel like it they can just change their hair color and their superpowers like quadruple in ability so that's why for the last pick i'm suggesting oh. goku Dragon Ball Z. because goku he's got a massive fan base he's going to be selling <laughs> Kabaddi jersey easily krillin's gonna be there cheering him on having the time of his life and also, Goku's power set is just, if you think about it, he's had it at some point. Like, and when he goes Super Saiyan, <laughs> good luck. Good luck to the other superpower team. He's absolutely going to muller them. I think Goku's your, your all-rounder and mm. a fantastic leader. And I'm pretty sure Goku doesn't get to breathe. <laughs> so him, him shouting Kabaddi will be absolutely no problem at all. It's another reason why I thought Superman and Martian mm. Manhunter. I was looking for characters yeah. who just don't need to breathe. But Goku is my next suggestion. See, now, the reason I've not mentioned Superman or Martian Manhunter is because of the not needing to breathe thing. Is that technically breaking the rules? I feel like if I was your position, I would be mm. complaining an awful lot about the fact you're playing someone who doesn't breathe. Yeah. But you'll you'll happily play Doctor Manhattan, well, a god. You'll happily play Black Bolt, whose superpower is basically. And you both be happy to put Squirrel Girl game. on the bench you've when, in fact, that. you could defeat all of these people. <laughs> you've got Rogue. Part of the game is touching each other, and Rogue's power is if you touch her, you die. But you think not breathing? Yes. That's yes, Jim. <laughs> it, it's. it's a... So it's, it's the spirit of the game, Jay. Well, you've convinced uh, the... me. You've convinced I... me. 
I, you know what? I, I think I do have to agree with Andrew. I do think there is something about... Well, no, because you do have to shout kabaddi, 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 like, for a long time. They yeah. Can, they can still shout it. Uh, but I think that's... I just honestly... I would, if I was the opposition at that point... I, I mean, you'd probably already be a bit miffed by some of the selections that we've done. <laughs> but I think at the point where you're looking and going, he's not, he's not even... After, like, two days, you're like, oh, he's still not... So had to take a breath. This is Dodge. I'm not. I'm not. You get. It's thirty. It's well, 30 after I, I'm still. I'm. So, I'm. All right. Then I suppose I wouldn't necessarily tell. But I. I think. I. I don't like it. Right? <laughs> Fiona. Okay. Fiona. I'm going to paint you a picture here. So we, we've all right. decided to go to a kabaddi yep. tournament. We've turned up. You know. We thought it'd be all great seeing each other post lockdown. <laughs> put against the superhero yeah. team. Yeah? So, Fiona, you have yep. been blown a hundred miles yeah. due to Black Bolt shouting at you. <laughs> I'm lying in a corner having yep. life sucked yeah. out of me by Rogue. But as Superman's <laughs> walking around shouting, Kabaddi, 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 playing to the rules, that's when Andrew's <laughs> this has gone too far. I demand I mean, it, as I'm being blown back, I just think Squirrel Girl's got a, a rough ride. <laughs> like, why is she not on the court? <laughs> well, I think if they're playing against us, that's a very good question. Yeah. Why hasn't Squirrel Girl been given the yeah. run? But I will concede Goku. But I feel like there's been there's been a horrible, horrible manipulation here. I'm slighted. The this is classic not picking the player. <laughs> yeah, the win by is. themselves are not a team, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> stop the both of you. Fiona, who have you Okay, got? right. Well, mm, <laughs> so you've kind of already mentioned them, but I'd gone for uh, Billy uh, Batson, a.k.a. Captain Marble or Shazam. Oh, uh, yeah. So a bit like the Violet... Uh, sort of thing yeah. like it's a small child who can transform into a fully grown adult with peak physical condition, according to Wikipedia, uh, with multiple superpowers. But like, I love the fact that I didn't realize this that they're all parts of um, superheroes about you know. So it's a shouts for the the wisdom of Solomon, the strengths of Hercules, all that sort of thing, yeah. and the speed yeah. of Mercury. And I was like, oh, so he, this guy is you know, it's just a normal kid when he's in normal something. So he could start off like trying to do professional tag or whatever, and then as soon as he touched them, he could just go Shazam, and then <laughs> and then speed back across, blow through the defenders. So I, I thought that was it. What I think is also great about Shazam is that when they say Shazam. The giant bolt of lightning comes around, <laughs> yes. and just decimates everything near them. So as as Shazam feels like Mister Fantastic touches arm, <laughs> he just shouts Shazam, and then I, I don't no. think Mister Fantastic. I'd say the other thing anything. as well. I I didn't realize, um, but uh, you can, it's Billy can also share the Shazam powers of other people, so it could effectively give another power to one of the other players as they're about to go mm. and do their own raid. So I thought that would be, again, thinking of the spirit of teamwork as well. There, there is the issue there. There's a comic where Shazam gives his powers to Batman <laughs> for about five minutes. And Batman has a great time for three minutes and then realises that his body's mm -hmm. basically tearing itself apart from the inside. So all I'm seeing is, you know, Shazam as Billy Batman's <laughs> gone up to Squirrel Girl and he's like, oh, I'll get you on. 
I'll get you on. Add some of my Shazam powers, and then we'll both go for it. And Stuart Girl's like, Billy, you absolute legend. Thank you so much. Shazam. She's suddenly in a hundred foot squirrel girl with magic powers and then completely has it over. And I don't know what the medical insurance is. I just love the idea like. that it's like tippity top um, toe, um, no. It's like explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm all for characters sucking the life out of me. But that squirrel looks serious. Monkey Joe, I hardly knew you. Monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe. I, I like Shazam. As, as a pick, Andrew, as mm. the last um, did you have anyone Yeah, I, I just, before we carry on, I did have one question about Shazam. I, now, again, I've only seen the film, and I, I'm not, I don't know Shazam that well, but oh. does, does Shazam need something, like, is there a ring or something like that that Shazam has to have on them? Well, no. it's, that could be his thing. He could just no. be shouting Shazam over the, over the line. <laughs> Uh, no, Shazam, oh, okay. Shazam just has the power right. of the wizard within him. All right, well, in which case, I think it's a good pick. I, I would like to just throw a few people in there who I think honourable mentions. Um, I'm going back to my, my vocal people because yes. I had so many. Black Canary, I think, would have been a great shout. Um, Shriek, Songbird, and then Banshee and Siren. I almost went for instead of Black Bolt because... Banshee and Siren both have just lungs for days, so they could be shouting kabaddi kabaddi for as long as you want. <laughs> Is that not cheating? Is that not cheating, Andrew? Is that not cheating? Having a large lung capacity, Jay, isn't cheating. Uh, Paula Radcliffe had a larger than average heart. That's not cheating. It's just using your body to your advantage. Famous superhero, Paula Radcliffe. Those are the same. Those are the same. Having a larger than average heart and the ability to level a building with your voice. Um, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Thank you. I'm glad you understand, Jay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, in my teleporter gang, I had Magic, who I thought would also would have been a great pick. But my last pick to compete with Shazam, I'm probably going to lose, considering the fact that you mentioned him when you were saying why Shazam would be so good was Mr. Fantastic. Because I thought having an elastically powered superhero, you tackle them at the back, you think you've got them, and then their arm just like sneaks out, and you just have to have a finger over the line, yeah. and you've made it back. So, and here was my thinking for it: is anybody who's touched you in the tackling into the ground, if you then get your finger over the line, is out. So they're all powered on you, going, "Oh, I've got mm. this person." No, no way you're getting down, and then you just like stretch out, mm. and your fingers over the line then you've knocked out the entire team in one go. I think I think it's a good choice because, like, again, I'm thinking, like, because the thing with Shazam is that he has all these powers combined into one. So, again, it's the Superman-type character. So I like... I always like people who are like that that uh, have a different uh, sort of a unique skill that you put in, and that's what Mr. Fantastic is. He can get over defenders, like, you know, constantly moving limbs. They have to stop and put down everything. I think it'd be very difficult to tackle him, for sure. I think oh, Mr. Fantastic, mm. your, your super sub off the bench. Like, once you've played a few rounds and the other team are tired, you bring on a man who can cover 100 square <laughs> metres by expanding his chest. And you'd be like, oh, lads. First, we had to deal with the quick lad and the teleporter and the woman who sucked the life and the woman we couldn't see. <laughs> and now we've got a human tarpaulin coming at us. I think that would, that would absolutely kill you, kill your mood. Um, so who I've got written down is we've got a team of Quicksilver, Black Bolt, Rogue, Blink, 
Dr. Manhattan, The Invisible Woman, and Shazam, with Hope Summers, Jessica Jones, Squirrel Girl, and Mr. Fantastic on the bench, and <laughs> Goku looking on sadly. Um, what what do we think? Do we think that's that's going to have it? Well, I have a suggestion teams? for who the coach might be, if that's something Ooh. of interest. It is. So... Oh. Here's the thing, right? All these people with superhuman abilities and powers, that's really cool. What you need is someone who has the game or has been, but, you know, it's part of like the superhero, who is a part of the superhero world in some respect, but it's like more of a showman, more of someone that, you know, is a leader, motivator. So I want to put forward to both of you Mysterio as the coach. So he is a yeah. former special <laughs> effects artist, uh, illusionist, and actor who uses his talents to commit crimes. He's a master hypnotist, a magician, amateur chemist, roboticist, but also knows hand-to-hand combat techniques because he's a stuntman, and that's how he can fight Spider-Man. And I just thought, this is brilliant. And he also has skills of misdirection as well. So he has a strategy in his head, but he's also a, an amazing supervillain who just shouts monologues, and I think that would just be amazing yeah. performance at a kabaddi match. Also, oh, yeah. definitely keep you on your toes at training. Where, like, I'm seeing like uh, the Invisible Woman's like, I'm knackered. I'm just gonna sit on the bench, and as she goes to sit down, the bench disappears, and she's actually in the middle <laughs> of the game. And Mysterio's like, there is no rest. No rest for the wicked. We we keep going. Yes. I think. That's the sort of constant motivation I'd be searching yes, for. Absolutely. From my superhuman's <laughs> coach. Andrew, Ooh, any suggestions um, for a coach? Well, I had one person in mind, but well, I had two people in mind, and they go up against each other all the time. And I think that they're, they're two people who manage to get their team to do better than their parts constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm probably going to have to go for. Professor X over Magneto, who was my other pick. Mm. But I think they're two of the brightest minds mm. in the superhero world. And Professor X probably just just a bit smarter than Magneto because he wins. Or is he just winning because he is the better team? I'm not 100% I sure. Think, yeah, I think Professor X, when he's good, he's, he's good at seeing the best in people and getting them to recognise their own potential. So mm. he's a, definitely a good coach. But do you want that when you've got Mysterio <laughs> giving it the performance of his life on the sidelines, ramping up the crowd? That's what I want to know. But for me, Mysterio <laughs> is like the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Like, it's it's midway through Kabaddi and Mysterio's like, this is what I've been waiting for. Let's make some noise. And he's coming on to like hype the crowd up. You know, Squirrel Girl's there getting Monkey Joe. Joe or whatever the squirrel's called to do some Sloppy tricks. Joe's in a different comic. <laughs> and, and yeah, Mysterio, I feel like Mysterio wants attention. I just letting him perform mm. at halftime. Okay, okay. I will, I will, I will concede to that that he can do the halftime mascot <laughs> show. But I know in my heart he is the best <laughs> supervillain of all time. He <laughs> <laughs> really he's is pulling the strings <laughs> from behind. Right. I think because I'm aware that time is ticking on, <laughs> that we will call it there. Um, Andrew, would you like to give us a run? Yes, so our seven is Quicksilver, Black Bolt, Rogue, Blink, Dr. Manhattan, Invisible Woman, Shazam. That is the team. And then I think Professor X is the coach. Grudgingly, yes. (laughs) 
Professor X <laughs> is the coach. Begrudgingly. Thank Fiona, you. thank you very much for joining us. Uh, are there any other? Oh, absolutely. So, if for the you? times when I'm not defending Squirrel Girl or Mysterio, <laughs> you can find me on the What Am I Rolling podcast. It's a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast where we do all sorts of RPG games. I'm also the co host for a new podcast called uh, The DM's Book Club, where each week we take some Dungeons and Dragons lore and see how we might implement it in our role playing campaigns. And other than that, I do lots of improv now because that's a thing. Because I need, I am like Mysterio. I also need attention online. <laughs> um, so you can come find that. I usually post them to my Facebook and whatnot. And yeah, that's me. I do. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at team.matesofficial. Um, please give us a like, give us a follow, and tune in to this episode and many more to come. Right. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed it, Thank you. If you haven't enjoyed it, it doesn't matter. And we'll see you again in the next episode. Right.